Welcome to Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Common Sense Leadership is an influencer podcast that will make you think, laugh, and act. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend to also listen and subscribe. Now, let's join our host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. As you can tell, I'm not in my studio uh, today, but I did want to take some time to say happy Black History Month. I know Black history is every day, but this is our special month signifying Black history. And I wanted to share as a quick hit for this month, the first two sessions for this month will be shared by our own Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter. She has a magnificent story of triumph and perseverance and ingenuity. And I think that will be an inspiration to everyone, but anyone who's interested in moving up and interested in being an entrepreneur, this woman has tremendous wisdom that she'll be sharing in our quick hits. Thanks so much for being with us. We're excited about bringing you quick hits. I love it because it gives you an opportunity to uh, take advantage of some bite-sized pieces of information, wisdom, life experience, and career experience that might be able to help you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy this quick hit, and we'll see you next time. Hi, good morning, and welcome to February, the first Friday in February. This is Black History Month, and we are extremely excited about our theme for the month. We're not looking at past heroes. We're building upon their legacy. Our theme for this month is making history is our ancestors' legacy. Making history is our ancestors' legacy. And I thought there's no better person that I like to start the month off than my dear, dear friend, Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter. I have known Val very closely, I noticed I'm taking a liberty there for the last 25 years when I was in Milwaukee, lived there, uh, my job took me there, that family took me in and we have been close ever since. And I wanted her to come on. I wanted her to share her leadership journey. She's an entrepreneur. She shares, carries many, many hats. And I wanted her to share that with you. So Val, welcome. Oh, it is my joy to be with you. How are you doing, Diane? I am doing well. I am doing well. I want to jump right in. Uh, but guys, before I have her tell her leadership story, I want to tell a little story about her. So when I first got to Milwaukee, I'm doing fine. Doing So I go to go to their church, Holy Redeemer, which I love. Uh, my bishop at that time said, go to this church. So I went there. And the first time I got there, they just embraced me. And you know you're in when you go to the family house for dinner after church. And let me tell you, they put on a spread. And so I went and Val just, just welcomed me to her home. And that's the way the Daniels are. And so I wanted her to be on to not only tell you about her business interests, but also some of her passions and what drives her. So Val, if you would, would you share your leadership journey? Well, absolutely. And first of all, thank you for doing this for so many people because it is so sorely needed. And it's just amazing how we don't even realize uh, the level of connectivity that we need in order to be able to navigate through this season. So, you know, my journey is a, a ball of a whole lot of stuff, uh, but it's all good and exciting. And I'm grateful for the journey that the Lord has given to me. And for many of you that may not know exactly all the dynamics of my life, just understand, Diane knows this, wherever I fit in, I get in. So uh, it's all good. But I, I started my journey uh, after college, uh, working in financial industry, 
uh, managing banks and, and working for MGIC Investment Corporation and just enjoying the financial platform. And I decided that I wanted to launch uh, a business initiative and started in franchising and began to grow my franchise base and uh, added multiple brands in multiple states and just continue to expand upon the platform of growth. Um, and then I had the opportunity to uh, reach out and become an individual that also could support other businesses uh, as they navigated through starting their companies and their organizations. So it's been a great journey. The Lord has been faithful to me. Um, so I took a moment several years back, wrote a book about how I started my career and the passion that it took in order for me to do what I needed to do and stay uh, true to the task because it's one thing to start, it's another thing to stay true to the task and continue and finish and try to get to another point and another level. So as you can imagine, uh, being in franchising uh, back when I started in 1982, uh, I won't tell many people that, but it almost 40 years ago, it doesn't seem that long ago, um, but uh, starting, there there were no female African-American women per se in that industry. It was a dominated um, field by white males. Uh, still to this day, it is, to be honest with you. Uh, so not only did you have a very limited amount of uh, females, if any, um, and you had none really at what we considered uh, a global broad level, and you didn't have any African-American females uh, really navigating through that, 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 that time. So you go into corporate uh, meetings and things of that nature, and they assume you're coming in there to uh, you know serve them. And uh, you sit down at the table and everybody's looking around the room wondering, what are you doing around this table? So we got through all of that. But to, to be honest with you, for me, even to get into franchising, took a two to three year journey because um, people don't take your uh, business serious like you take it serious. And they just think they can just kind of brisk you off and move on, but not me. And I share this story I, in the book that I wrote, Your Business is His Business. It's Where Destiny Takes You. That's uh, a book I authored about how I got started in business. And uh, you got to read the book. I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but uh, I had to uh, pull a gun uh, on uh, a group of hunters in order to get their attention. But I got their attention. Now, and that was the key thing. And after I got their attention, I, I don't think I've looked back since that day. Uh, but it is a great story. It is a true story. Uh, one of diligence, one of commitment one that I share with young entrepreneurs and I love uh, engaging with young entrepreneurs because I see them coming in all excited, all energetic. They think they smart. They got all the answers. They don't know. Life's getting ready to beat their tail and they got to be able to understand how to stand up when they're getting whooped down. And so I challenge and, and push and motivate them, uh, try to help them to understand you are an influencer. You can dictate and change things, but you got to be in a position to do it and you have to deliver it with excellence. So the journey of my life is called, is kind of multifaceted, uh, multitask, uh, multifaceted. Uh, the Lord has blessed me. I'm, I sit now uh, in a position where I can really now 
offer intergenerational transfer, history, knowledge, and experience to other uh, up and coming entrepreneurs. Wow. Wow, Val, that is fabulous. And I love that you shared that. But a couple of things I do want to remind the audience that Val did not tell you is that I think it was, in, and correct me if I'm wrong, Val, it was during the Obama administration, uh, your company, your holdings, you were the largest black employer in the country. And today yeah. you are, I think, in the top three or four bl largest black employers in the country. That's not easy at all yeah, we, because as we're we, dealing with people yeah. absolutely absolutely as you're as you're dealing with all these people not only you talked about some of the challenges that you face just breaking into that can you share with us just a little bit more around some of the challenges that you face even just employ being an employer <laughs> and i gotta tell you uh i've all i've never been afraid to employ in our neighborhood and in, in the environment that I've operated in, there have been a lot of operators that absolutely would not want to employ individuals within our neighborhoods because they didn't know how to communicate properly with them uh, or they don't know how to embrace the lifestyle and, and the environments that some people come from. Some people are coming from very challenging backgrounds and all they need is a little love, a hand up and somebody to believe in them. And that's one of the things hopefully I pride myself in, Diane, is having the ability to embrace others and to allow them to see their potential and their growth. This is a true story. There's a young man and um, he was with his, he lived with his mom and he had several brothers and sisters and it was a single parent home and they did not have wherewithal to, to really uh, make it from day to day. And this young man, we hired him in the restaurant and he was working very hard. He was uh, asking for hours all the time. And I kept saying, why is he asking for so many hours? But he was really trying to assist his mother in taking care of his brothers and sisters. And um, he would work day and night. And one day I came in to the restaurant and there, there were cheeseburger wrappers all in the freezer. And I said, wow, okay, somebody's in here eating cheeseburgers. Let's find out what's going on. Y'all know if y'all eat the profit, I can't give you what you eat. And so we, we had a good time. And so I went around the restaurant. I says, okay, somebody tell me what's going on. Is somebody hungry? Let's deal with your hunger if you're hungry. But he had so much pride that he did not want to admit what was going on. And I said, you, you guys know we can't have any stealing in the restaurant. I said, you know, if you need something, let me know and I'll help you. And so the day went on, the day went on. And uh, I said, I need to know who's, you know, um, not holding up the standard here at the restaurant and no one would would rat on him. And so that evening he came to me and he said to me, he said, Mrs. Carter, he says, I'm the one that was in the freezer eating the cheeseburgers. He said, I was so hungry. And he said, I just needed to get some energy and I apologize. He says, but I'll try to repay you for what I ate. He says, well, please don't fire me. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I would never fire you for being hungry. I said, always remember that communication and relationship is important. And if you tell somebody where you are, they can help you to navigate and get to where you need to be. He says, I'm working so hard to try to help my mother take care of my sisters and my brothers. And he, he says, you just don't understand. I said, you'd be amazed what I may understand. Don't ever assume a person doesn't understand what you're going through. And so I, I looked at him and I said, you know what? I said, eventually you're gonna pay me for those hamburgers. I said, I'm, I would never fire you. I'll always make sure you have something to eat. 
I said, but more than more importantly, I want you to know that what you're doing to support your family, to me, is just huge. And so to that young man worked, believe it or not, worked for me for over 37 years. And we had a phenomenal relationship. He ended up running one of my highest volume restaurants. He ended up really navigating and being able not only to get married and have children and take care of his family and things of that nature. So you never know, even at the infancy of life, how you're seeding into somebody's destiny. And so to me, when I look back over my life, Diane, and I see the stories of individuals that I've worked with and and what they've been able to accomplish over life, that is what gives me the greatest level of joy I could ever have. You say just a little bit more about your passions. Not only do you have passions for your business and the things that you're doing through your business, but talk about some of your other life passions. Well, you know, I, I, I do. Our, our church is very committed to education, as many of you know, or may not know, but we have multiple schools on campus and I support each and every one of those initiatives. In addition to that, um, a, a few, several years back, uh, I built a school in Africa uh, for um, orphans that parents had died from AIDS. And so uh, that school houses about 750 kids and uh, we continue to support the initiatives of that school. And most recently, we are now engaged in a T-Lab program with an organization in Michigan, where our goal is to educate several thousand uh, youngsters in Kenya, Africa. Over the last four years, um, I have assisted in developing and growing and mentoring and seeding into 905 women uh, in business in Africa, all kinds of businesses. So four years, I've developed a program that they follow. And once they graduate from that program, then we see capital into their business. And it's really been there to teach them to expand not only their ability to 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 grow and, and have wherewithal, but for them to share. So it was a, a woman build a woman. So after 18 months and they're doing well, then they reach back and grab another woman to get started in business. So we've been able to now uh, have over 900 women start in that um, economic program to develop and grow their business. So the linchpin now is into education. We have three orphanages in Africa that we support. And we have some phenomenally talented students over there. And so we're networking with U.S. teachers on on the U.S. side with them. And we're going to educate these young people and give them all the tools that they need in order to be successful because education is so close and so dear to my heart because that's important to me. I had nobody there giving me some of the directions that I'm trying to give young entrepreneurs and I'm trying to give business leaders and ministry leaders. So therefore, we do have a responsibility. The legacy is not just to lie dormant. We have to take the mantle and run with it. The sacrifice that our uh, ancestors have made in order for us to have access to the things that we have today. It is a responsibility that we have to ensure that it continues. And my job is to make sure I can do what I can to let the legacy live on and that we continue. So uh, happy Black History Month and every day Black History Day to you. And thank you for empowering people and sharing and giving us a great word. 
Thank you for joining Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Visit our website, commonsenseleadership.org, for more details. See you next week.